Hello, everyone, and welcome to the PokeCast. The journey of Ash continues, and I'm joined, as always, by Eric and Dan to continue this journey. Guys, you think it would be okay if Misty and Brock got a new Pokemon? I mean, yeah, they're, they're trainers. They're not trying to be the very best. Uh, at this point, I think they're just chaperoning this kid so he doesn't die. <laughs> they're like his, his surrogate parents, practically. Yeah, they're just like, they let you go out by yourself? Jesus, no, we're following you. <laughs> well, they have their own journeys to go on, right? Although, I... Yeah. I kind of, Misty wants the bike back, and Brock wants every girl. <laughs> that's a key. <laughs> that's a key plot point in one of the episodes we're about to review. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Uh, Dan, tell us which two episodes we're going to talk about this time. We're talking about Hypno's nap time, and then Pokemon Fashion Flash. Pokemon Fashion Flash is such a good episode. I don't want to really blow the spot right now. Hypno's nap time is an okay little filler. It's It doesn't do much, but it has some really funny moments, and it has a very key component in it. Very key. Very it key. It is god-tier key right <laughs> at the end there. Like, it, it might be the most important thing that happens in the Pokemon series for season one. Oh my god, I can't wait. Oh, but we got let's so let's talk about Hypno's nap time to start things off here. So they're in some big city and they're just like, I don't know where we are. Uh Hop 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 Town. Which in Japan it was Yo 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 Town. I they could have kept that in for the translation. They really could have. At least that's what I would have done. Yeah, so. And they're just like, these buildings are so tall. I feel like they're closing in on us. It's like, man, you guys would just be dead in New York City. Or Tokyo, for that matter. If any of this is happening in that area. Arnold! Arnold, it's you! Hey, Arnold! Grabs to Ash's face, puts it right between her tits. Ash yeah. gets a chance to sample that ample bosom. He used to motorboat some MILFs. Which some hop, hop, hop town MILFs. Hop, hop, hop. Why Brock is so angry this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when they learned that this kid's been missing for three damn days. And there's a whole bunch of kids missing. Officer Jenny is putting up all these posters of these missing children. They all disappeared three days ago. This is, okay, I'm not speaking for all the Jennies, but this particular Officer Jenny is incompetent at her job. You know what? That's actually a thing, though, right? It's like in future episodes, we meet other Jennies and Joys, and it turns out some of them are just way better than the others. Yeah. That that's just a thing, because like like yes, they all look alike and they act similar and they have similar professions, but at the same time, you know that they're clearly going to be different. So of course, Brock's immediately like, "Excuse me, 
Are you related to the Jenny from Maiden's Peak? She's like, yeah, I'm her cousin. Oh, but you're the prettiest one of all. <clears throat> and he's like, so what's going on here? And he tries to get all, all tough about it. And he's like, well, all these kids have gone missing. And Ash is like, yeah, and that mother reminds me of my own mom. So I'm going to help solve the mystery. Detective Ash is on the case. And all of his deductions are horrible. Terrible. <laughs> eh, that sounds about that sounds about right for Ash. They're like, so what yeah. are we going to do first? Let's go to the Pokemon Center and talk to the other kids that are there and see if they recognize any of these children. <laughs> so one of the best parts is Jenny allows Brock to help if he doesn't get in the way. And as she's trying to talk to two kids that are probably like four or five she's, years old. She's like all about, she's like done talking to them. Like she's about to get them walk away. And he's like, hey, you kids, you're going to be real good and nice and answer this nice lady's everything, right? Tell her everything you know, and they're on the verge of tears. And she's like, now you're getting in the way. <laughs> it's just like, you agree she's beautiful, right? <laughs> like, jeez, dude. Yeah, you agree she's beautiful, like, right? Relax, man. And of course, they're just like, are you the Nurse Joy from Maiden Peak's cousin? Oh, I'm the cousin cousin. It's like, yep, all these Pokemon in here have no energy whatsoever. And it happened three days ago. And they're like, there must be a connection. Like, yeah, of it course there's a connection. Three days ago. Oh. Like, of course there's a connection. And then all of a sudden the cop's like, hey, my doohickey that said, <laughs> that matches high. My MacGuffin. High yeah. It's a MacGuffin. Like, it's totally a MacGuffin. My thing that goes ding went ding. And it says... <laughs> There's high sleep waves nearby. Let's go follow it. Yeah, because Pikachu passes out. Yeah. She's so like, they follow it through the town. And they get to a high, a high rise. Yep. It's on the roof. Yeah, there's a mansion on the roof of this building. What a nice garden. Yeah, and, and like, all right, everybody, let's be nice and good. And then Ash takes off running, <laughs> and he starts giving, like, Teal Team six hand signals. <laughs> it's the best part. It's just <laughs> coast is clear. Move in. <laughs> so and they just and they're like, we hear voices inside. Let's burst into this person's house, which is exactly what they, they do. They fucking break in like Seal Team Six. Mm-hmm. And then there's and there's a bunch of rich snobs inside. Yeah, you could have swore that like they were like getting ready to to swap it was like a swap meet or something there swinger session this one like it, it kind of felt that way like why, why the fuck would you all be there and then they find out that they uh, all have insomnia for whatever fucking reason we all love pokemon <laughs> but we live in they're the city all, they're all rich entrepreneurs that love pokemon so they can't sleep because of all the work they have to do yeah, they've got a drowsy and a hypno there. And they're just like, three days ago, our drowsy finally evolved into hypno. And its sleep waves are helping us sleep. They're like, oh, three days ago. <laughs> the plot thickens. They're like, well, yeah, hypno is generally supposed to use its waves just on Pokemon. But if it's been altered to affect people, it can cause all kinds of weird issues. They're like, yeah, it could probably even affect kids. That are sensitive to this sort of thing. And Misty's like, well, <laughs> I wonder what this is like. 
And this is why... So her dumbass volunteers his tribute. By, this is my favorite fucking part of the whole episode. The fact that Misty would be dead in a bar because somebody would 100% slip something into her drink. Yeah. So she gets hypnotized. Stay up, stay up, stay up. As she manages to... Stay up. Stay up. <laughs> and she starts running out of the building. Yeah. She ends up in, in the park in the middle of the city. And, of course, I love that line, too. That, I can't believe there's right a... There. That is why I think this Jenny is fucking incompetent. It's a park in the middle of the city, and you haven't found kids for three fucking days. And there's <laughs> a lake in the park. They could have drowned. Jesus Christ, Jenny. Get a new fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> Disbar. Like, wouldn't there be cops always doing loops around the park, around the lake, around the park? Yeah. Right. It's not even a forest or anything, right? They didn't even leave town. It's in the center of the city? Come on. And then... Yeah, how come no, no other adults found them either, right? Like, Yeah, yeah nobody found them. Imagine kids missing in Manhattan or near Central Park and nobody going to Central Park to look. I know that we're, we're, that would be the first place you would look, especially especially if it's a lake and a park. Then there's a nice paved trail around the entire thing. Right. Nah, oh. kid, kids are scared of the park. Oh yeah. Well, late eighties, early nineties. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it's scary out there. And Ash is carrying fucking drowsy over his head. Oh, we didn't even say the best part. Officer Jenny, all right, kids, wake up. Wake up. <laughs> Jenny, you stupid bitch. <laughs> and, then, and then the rich dude's like, what if we use drowsy to counteract hypno? Like, oh, well, yeah, that'll probably work. So, so they just grab Misty and bring her back. Yep. To the mansion. <laughs> oh my god. And the hypno brings her back. And then Team Rocket shows up. Oh, like my, my favorite thing is the, the way they figured out that she was back to normal was Ash was like, You look beat. Well nobody asked you. Yeah, like yep, yep she's back. That's like the um yeah, the episode of Rick and Morty where he's like, Yep, that's my bitch of a sister. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's my bitch of a sister, Summer. <laughs> so, of course, Team Rocket shows up with the entire plot point being that they want to go on vacation. Yeah, they've worked too hard. They need a vacation. They're going to use the sleep waves on the boss to knock him out so they can take a break. That was what they were going to do. So, the first thing that Jessie does is she pulls out a mirror and makes Hypno freaking hypnotize itself and of course James is like but don't hypnotize me okay do it <laughs> yeah and then Ash breaks the mirror so Team Rocket's like alright we'll use whips instead and Ash is like okay well I'll why grab Drowsy why didn't we start with this we've got a half hour to fill yeah that was actually pretty funny yeah best fucking line ever <laughs> we gotta fill a half hour between team 
Rocket and Misty going, seal, seal, seal. <laughs> this episode is genuinely funny. This is yeah. a genuinely funny episode. So Staryu cuts the whips, and then Pidgeotto gusts them away. And finally, Drowsy wakes up the kids. One of them thinks he's a Bulbasaur. One thinks the one girl thinks she's a Magikarp. Some yeah, of them are just even, making noises. She even like oh made sure she had a puddle. They had to flop around. <laughs> and my my favorite is when they actually go over to the Pokemon to like release them or whatever. And fucking the Magikarp, dude. The Magikarp was the Magikarp, carp, carp, carp. Dirt, 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 dirt. Yes. Dude, like the, the earlier one with the sleepy magic carp like fell over and like kind of clanked like it was made of metal. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because they they did that thing where uh, Meowth tried to eat it and broke its teeth. Yeah, it broke its teeth. It's all yeah. scale and bones. Like there's nothing edible on it. And of course, they're just like, I wonder what the Pokemon dream about. Brock's like, maybe they dream of getting stronger and evolving. And Ash is just like, I solved the case. And I'm like, nope, you didn't solve anything. <laughs> and that's when Nurse Joy realizes that one of the Pokemon is still having an issue. And that's the side. a horrible fucking Pokemon, Doctor. <laughs> and the- this, this is key. This is the moment Pokemon becomes Pokemon. And it's every, every episode from here on out that shows this particular Pokemon is just generally hilarious. So she's like, Brock, you're a Pokemon breeder. Why don't you take off the Psyduck and try to help it? And then he's like... Leaving town? Yeah. And it's just following them. Just like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? I mean, it's a water type, so shouldn't it go to Misty? She's like, well, what would I want with a such a boring Pokemon? And then Ash's Pokedex is like, Psyduck suffers from a constant headache. And Misty trips in shock. And one of her Pokeballs just... Rolls up to the side duck. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it see, but it doesn't. It doesn't open. The side duck decides to hit the button and go in. Yes, that's my favorite fucking part. She never even caught it. The ball never touched Psyduck. Psyduck literally was just like, "Nah, I'm coming with you, fuckers." Psyduck caught Maybe itself. If I'm inside the ball, I won't have a headache anymore. And they're like, "Good job, Misty. You got Psyduck." Oh, and this is where Psyduck becomes legendary. Yes. And it's You've got it's a ticking funny. time bomb in your car. It's funny because out of the three Pokemon that recently got caught, right? You got Primate, you got Psyduck, and we'll, we'll talk about the next one pretty soon. She definitely got the shit end of the stick. <laughs> nah, she got the MVP. Are you kidding me? She got the MVP. <laughs> Oh, by the way, Eric, who's that Pokemon? Oh, and this? Yeah, remember, I'm going to guess Hypno. Hypno. Remember, it's Hypno's <laughs> nap time. So, oh, oh, hold up, hold up, wait, wait. If it's Hypno's nap time, Hypno's in the title, they wouldn't put Hypno. It'd be Drowsy. It's Psyduck! <laughs> oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> Dude, it's even better that the one you watch doesn't have this, because this is actually more fun this way. Make Eric guess who's that Pokemon. Hold on, because you don't even get to see that Psyduck until after. No, you see him at the before, because uh, he's in the um, Pokemon Center. Oh, no, yeah. All right. Guess that counts. But he's only, like, shown for, like, two seconds. 
Oh my god, it's so funny though. And then the best part is at the end it just shows Psyduck in the Pokeball just standing there like whatever. He like tapped it two or three times, so he was like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> and didn't even fight to get out. Oh no. No, it did not. <laughs> Actually, it didn't even shake. It was like it was already caught. (laughs) Well, there you have it. Misty's got Psyduck, and Psyduck is an MVP. All right. I love Psyduck. Now it's time for Pokemon Fashion Flash. One of my favorite episodes. Or Rukong Spreather Showdown. Yeah, if you want to get to the the other title. So, they're on a place called Scissor Street, which is also known as Breeder's Lane. So, obviously, that's why they're like, what are we doing here with all these high-end salons and everything? And Brock's like, we're here because there's a place I need to visit. And, of course, one of the first things we see is this high-end Pokemon salon that has an Ekans and a Coughing as the the stars in the window. But they don't look like an Ekans or a Coughing. They look like... They're all super dialed up. And the name of that store is... Salon Roquet. Why do I feel like I've heard that name before? Yeah, they show Team Rocket inside... This woman's got a Raichu and a Dodrio, and they get this super recoloring. And, of course, the lady's like, oh, they look beautiful, but they sigh when they see themselves in the mirror. Yeah, they're like, oh. Hey, but, you know, the trainers enjoy it. They like it. They paid money. It's a legitimate business. Well, Meowth is also pissed that they're spending too much on TV commercials. They're like, well, duh, obviously we got to advertise so more people will come in. And I'm like, that's a valid point. <laughs> I mean, that's a valid point. Yeah. You got to spend money to make money. And then Brock finds it and he freaks out. Because he's at the place he wants to be. And he's like all nervous going to open the door. And then Ash and Missy just walk in. <laughs> just walk in. No big deal. And they meet a breeder named Susie, who's given a chance to... She likes breeding, huh? Yeah. That's why Brock wants to meet her. Oh, yeah. I, too, have a breeder. Learn to breed, all right. Mean? I don't don't think there's any irony whatsoever in Brock wanting to be a breeder. No. I just don't think... I I don't think he's going to be a very good human breeder. He sucks at it. Well, he's not doing good so far. No. So. So, yeah, he's, uh. He goes to introduce himself to Susie. And that's when Misty spots the Vulpix sleeping on the chair. Vulpix is in my top tier Pokemon, by the way. Because it's. Vulpix is extreme, like, really good. It's a Firefox. Yeah. It's adorable. The, not the web browser. No. I switched to Google Chrome like 13 years ago. 
And the Alolan version's an ice type. Now that's cool. Why would, why would you want that? Because There's a fire type already. But because then I don't have to choose. I can have two Vulpixes and I can have my fire and my ice. Ice to yeah, me, too. But the fucking weakness, man. Ice has too many damn weaknesses. Well, ice is weak to fire, but ice is one of the only things that can take down a dragon. Yeah. But if it's an ice dragon... Uh, I don't know if ice is one of the ones that completely cancels itself out. I don't think so. Is is there an ice dragon Pokemon? Oh, at this point, there has to be. Uh, Let's see. I feel like there has wow. to be, right? I literally started typing Kyrim. Ice Drag, and it was uh, Kyrim? Kyrim, yeah. Dragon and Ice. Icing Death, Ice Wind. These are Ice Dragons. Oh, yeah. So oh, basically, a Legendary. That's it. Just the Legendary. And it's got a white version and a black version, but they're both Ice Dragons. And they have an overdrive mode. Oh, okay. so that's where they put their, their leg over your head and then do like a neck breaker motion and the move sucks. <laughs> uh, I wonder what this defensive typing would be. I'm going to look this shit up. Go for it. I mean, you could. it's probably not that hard to look up, actually. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, here we go. Resist uh, immune to nothing. Yeah, it's fighting rock, steel, dragon, and fairy will. It's weak to all of those. That is a bad fucking list to be weak to. Yeah. It's resistant, however, to water, grass, and electric, which are three of the most common special attacks, so... That's at least good to know. Right? Right. Yeah. I mean... Electric's fair, not that common. But grass, definitely water. Grass and water, that's good resistance to have. I guess, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, there's too many fucking weaknesses. That, that's too <laughs> many. Five is too many fucking weaknesses. So, real quick. Legendary. Yep, Kyrim is the only ice dragon. And it, although it's got three different forms, it's the only ice dragon type. So, it is a unique species. That's pretty cool, though. I mean, they're just. With, you remove the Alolan stuff, right? Like, are the Galarians, like, Sandshrew and Ninetales and Mr. Mime and everything? Like. Gen 1 just didn't have that many ice types. Oh, it's still the the least... Uh, like, it's still the most rare type in the Pokemon games. Yeah. It just sucks. They just suck. Dugong, Cloyster, Lapras, Jinx, Articuno. Uh, yeah, basically. That's all you're really going to get out of that. Yeah, you gotta pair it up with something or else it's going to get destroyed by, like, every starter. Well, that's why Articuno was always one of my main go-tos as for which legendary bird I was going to utilize, because it always had, uh... 
because there weren't that many other good options for ice types. Although I think Cloyster is really good if you really break that down. Yeah. Hey guys, this is the time to have these conversations, just so you know, because we are talking about the Pokemon. So Misty is interested in the Vulpix, and she's told don't touch it, but she touches it anyway. And yeah. she, she gets burned. Oh my god, that flamethrower to the face is so fucking funny. The last <laughs> two episodes have really just been, hey, let's shit on Misty. <laughs> <laughs> well, just because she deserves it. And then Brock's just like, I must say something, Susie. You're the best. Take me in as your pupil. And she's like, yeah, I don't I don't have time for students. Breathing takes up all my time. It's like, oh, you don't say. And that's coincidentally, that's also what he wants. <laughs> Fuck all the time, dude. But all the time. He makes his own food. It gives him uh, vigor. You know, he does. In fact, Pikachu offers Vulpix some of his own special blend, and she realizes that that's how good this guy really is. And she got into breeding because she had an interest in Pokemon nutrition. And Pikachu's got such a shiny coat, and that's all about Brock's food and everything. And she's like, dude, Vulpix doesn't eat anything unless I make it. And that's when Misty's like, what about all those flashy dressed Pokemon? She's like, yeah, they open up this thing and now everybody wants to make them look all flashy and everything. And of course, Ash is like, well, that's dumb. It's what's on the inside that counts. Yeah. And they get into a big argument and Misty's like, shouldn't you stop them? He's like, yeah, right. That's not going to happen. (laughs) Good luck. It's like, you know, it's like stopping the tide. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, well, if, if outside's so important, why don't you make your bring your Psyduck over there? She's like, well, that's a great idea, and she does. Maybe I will. <clears throat> and then that's when Brock's like, hey, you know what? Let's do our own little thing here and show how we can be competitive. So they actually get a crowd to come by, and she does a therapy. They're doing stuff she, she probably should have been doing the entire time. Yeah. Well, she shows she shows everybody how to do a therapeutic massage on a Pikachu after a battle. After a battle, a hard battle, its cheeks, where the powder comes from, become really tough. So here's how to how to give it a massage. And uh, and he was instructed, hey, you know, massage the cheeks, just like I showed you, and. Ash, being an idiot, decides, you know what? Uh, did you meant hips? Because that's where he was fucking rubbing. He was rubbing on Pikachu's hips, not his I fucking know. face. Well, Ash is a, an idiot. Well, we've established that. Yeah. So then, of course, they're like, here comes our next customer. And it's Misty and Psyduck, to which Meowth immediately has to hide. But Jesse and James are like, oh, just this way, little girl. We're going to make you so cute. So instead of making over Psyduck. I thought this was a place for Psyduck to get a makeover. Nope, they make her over, and she is super into it. So they do even more. And that's when Meowth blows the cover. Cause she's so just... You guys are messing around too much. It was a simple idea. The, oh my god, the glare bring the that people they in, now. We yeah. take their money. If it's a rare Pokemon, we find a way to steal it. 
It was simple, and you made it too complicated, you, you dumb idiots. The best part is when they're beating up me out, James is flat out dropping elbows on him. Yeah. <laughs> Doing full-blown elbow drops. And then, of course, the Team Rocket motto, which was chained. Oh, I yes. fucking loved it. Yes. I have it here. Please. I have it here. To, pro- to protect the world from boring fashion, to dress all people with flash and passion, to give all Pokemon pretty faces, to extend our art to outer spaces, Jesse, James, Salon Rakat. Uh, when it comes to cheek, we know what's right. Surrender your taste or prepare to fight. And once again, James is in the dress. Obviously. By the way, who is that Pokemon? Oh, fuck. Uh, Vulpix. That's That's correct! (laughs) Thankfully. Anybody who gets to, like... Hold up. Let me choose my words carefully, because I was going to say anybody that gets to blast Misty in the face. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) Any Pokemon that uses Flamethrower on a main character's face gets that spot. They deserve it, at least. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's so wrong on so many levels. Go Ekans, go coughing. Oh yeah, dazzle them. Coughing, darling. Geodude. (laughs) They're actually using their fashion to their advantage, too. Because doesn't, like, Ekans do a spin attack and use the dress to counter one of the attacks? But it doesn't Um, matter. Yeah, maybe. But they get sludged in the face. And then they trip on their own fashion, because of course they do. And then here comes the cavalry. Susie shows up with a Vulpix, and she's just like, fire spin. Oh, well, we, we missed an important part here. Misty was just like, Psyduck, help. Psyduck? Oh, yeah. Where did Psyduck go? I guess she freaks out because Psyduck disappeared, but Psyduck actually ran to go get help. Correct. And she doesn't realize it later either. No. Nope. And she continues to give Psyduck shit for the rest of the fucking show. So Vulpix fire spins those fools. Whoops, they ass. Oh, yeah. That was the other part, too, was. uh... When they show up to rescue Misty, they start laughing at her. And they're like, oh, you're going to look like Frankenstein. And then when Vulpix hits fire spin, she starts screaming because it goes right up the stairs and gets her too. <laughs> so she's sitting there once again burnt to a crisp and she's freaking out at Psyduck because it didn't help her. She's like, now get your stupid ass up here and untie me. Oh, poor Psyduck. And then Brock gives the speech. Vulpix is a prime example. That cuteness hides inner strength. And the crowd immediately starts taking all their flashy crap off their Pokemon. And then Susie's like, you know what? I'm going to leave the salon and go on my own journey. So you know what, Brock? Now we're rivals. And he's just like, oh, okay. And now that we're enemies... occasionally have sex. (laughs) Now that we're enemies, how'd you take care of my favorite Pokemon for me? So he yeah. clearly likes you better because you know how to cook. Right? Which, again, I, I completely understand. <laughs> I, I get it. So, 
Brock accepts Vulpix. Vulpix joins the team. Ash and Misty smile at each other, and then Ash looks at her face and starts laughing again. And that's how we end the episode. (laughs) Meanwhile, Team Rocket is being chased by all of their angry customers. And that's about it. Yeah, pretty much. I think... I mean, out of out of the three, Vulpix would have been the cooler fucking Pokemon to receive. Brock came out on top, in my opinion. Clearly, yes. Psyduck is the better later, but as at like right now, yeah, Brock with the Vulpix. At least now he's got like a diverse team, starting somewhat of a, a diverse team, where Misty still just has Water type. Right. By the way, Susie will be back in a future episode. So we're actually, that's one of the few times we're actually just not done with the character. Really now? When does she come back? How many episodes? How far? Uh, it looks like it said 169, so we got a while to go. Nice. Yeah, we ain't there yet. Next time we come to you guys on the Pokecast... We're going to review the punchy Pokemon. So we're going to get to see a showcase of fighting types. And we're going to review Sparks Fly for Magnemite. So now we're getting to the part where we're starting to get episodes to showcase Pokemon instead of continuing Ash's journey. Because I think this is the part where they realize we're moving too fast. There's 150 of these things. So we got to slow this down a little bit. So, I mean, that's one way to do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it is really weird, this show, because the pacing differs so much. It, it's it's hit or miss, right? Like, sometimes it goes, and then the next, sometimes it's like, oh, when did he get three badges? Like, when the fuck did that happen? <laughs> right. Now we have five. <laughs> Yeah, now he's up to five, and we're not we're not there yet. So, but yes, so we'll get a we'll get two more filler episodes. But if I remember correctly, these are actually pretty fun. We've actually reached the part of the show where the U.S. version is only a year behind the Japanese version, and soon we'll be coming to a point where they're they coming to, out yeah, sooner. They had to stop for they had to stop for a little bit and let the Japanese show catch up. Because it was coming out daily on on television, like on Monday through Friday. Yep. Once one of those that's days. what the that's what the Poke Rap was for. Because the Poke Rap itself would air in conjunction with one of those episodes, and that's why they would talk about how, like, yep, it's the end of the week. That'll be next time on the Pokecast. Check out the three of us on the Nerd Table each and every week. Go to ckccradio.com for all the latest episodes of all the podcasts. And anything you guys want to promote? Anything you guys are working on? I'll just go ahead and throw our Twitch channel out there. I'm going to start playing Pokemon Ultraviolet on there. You know what I recently came up with? I'm going to play Symphony of the Night on stream soon. There you go. Check it. Twitch.tv slash ckccconline. Subscribe. Help get us affiliated. And if you can help us get affiliated, we can keep this show coming to you for free.
Alrighty, that's going to wrap this up. We'll see you guys next time for another Pokecast. Magikarp, carp, carp, carp.